Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we create opportunities for all you job seekers that are out there. This is the place where we try to help you to find a job you will enjoy doing instead of a job. You know, some of you believe you have to do a job to show a design and say, maybe there's some other alternatives. We want to bring them to you. It's not just that. Some of you may want to start a business. So we have a way of helping you to start your own business as well, all incorporated right here in the Opportunity Hour. First things first, if you choose to call the show, you're welcome to call the show. We will give you 30 seconds. If you're looking for a job, we'll give you 30 seconds to call the show. Tell us your name, what you're looking for, and give out your contact information. We prefer your emails versus phone numbers, but we'll give you 30 seconds to say it. Other than that, the producer will cut you off. The number to call is 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. If you are a network marketing company or someone who's looking to build a good team, you're also welcome to call the show. You have the same 30 seconds to give us a call. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, what your product is, and your contact information, and we'll try to help you out as well. If you're an employer, you have a job opening, and you want to run the risk of having multiple calls, you are also welcome. You get the same 30 to 40 seconds. Tell us who you are, the positions that you have available, and the contact information. And for all of you job seekers out there that who've decided to start your own business, you're an entrepreneur, we want you not to be left out because people like you help to build our workforce. You're welcome to, sh- to call the show. Tell us in one minute what it is that you do, what you're looking for, and your contact information, and we will try to help you to grow your company as well. Again, that number is 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. You're also welcome to send me an email. An email, my email is theopportunityhour at gmail.com. 
That's the opportunity hour at gmail.com. And if you choose to see us, we're live right now here on the Internet. I have a guest right here. His name is Larry LaBelle. We're going to hear from him in a few minutes. But you can find us by going to www.tantalk1340.com. That's www.tantalk1340.com. And you can watch the show live as we present it. Anyway, tonight we have a guest on our show that you're going to hear from after the break. His name is Larry LaBelle. He's president and owner of of Training Tamer, and he's going to tell you all about that. But before we go to break, for all you job seekers out there, well, let me just say this. I'm going to say welcome, Larry. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Gene. Good. We want We want everybody to hear more from you. But before we do that, for all of you job seekers that may be out there, I'm going to give you a formula. It will work if you try it. That formula is, it's write down three to five things that you are good at doing. Once you've written those out, write down three to five more things that you're good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace. And the third thing is to write down three to five things that you enjoy doing. Once you have that list, you should have three to nine, nine to 15 on that list. I want you to circle the top three that mean the most to you right now. Go out on the Internet to any job search site like Indeed.com, CareerBuilder, Monster.com, USA Jobs. And instead of looking for a job or typing in a job title, I want you to go to the box that says Keywords and type in only what you circled and press the Enter key, and you will recognize all of the people looking for you right now in the job titles that they're calling it. The only difference is they can't see you. That's where we come in, hodgepodge training. People might, like, like myself and Larry, we'll package you now to go get in front of people so you can tell them what it is that you are good at doing and how to, and how to present it. Anyway, so I just gave you a formula to find your ideal or dream job. I'll mention that one more time during the show. Anyway, but stay tuned. Anyway, our guest, Larry LaBelle. It's going to be coming up right after we hear a word from our sponsor because we have sponsors. If any of you out there would like to sponsor or be a part of our show, you're welcome to do that. Just give me a call or send me an email, and we would love to have from you. Anyway, we're going to be right back in just a second after we hear a word from our sponsor, run by our trusty engineer, Cedric. On this station, you've heard announcements of an exciting new program teaching thinking skills to people of all ages. The program is called Instrumental Enrichment, a program with proven success for learners in their academic work and behavior. Teacher training is an essential part of being able to use this program. We're pleased to announce two new resources that are now available for anyone interested in more information for your school, business, or senior center if you're interested in improving your thinking skills. One, a newly revised website which gives loads of information and details www.ictaweb.org that's ictaweb.org 
2, a new DVD showing a teacher training workshop on teaching thinking skills. The DVD can be loaned to you if you'd like to get together a group of interested parents, teachers, or others who would like to see the training in action. Contact I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at CS.com if you'd like to arrange to borrow the DVD for viewing. So let us know if you have an interest in either information from the website or you would like to borrow the teacher training DVD. This portion of the Employment Opportunity Hour is sponsored by Buchan Corner Shoe Repair. Do you have boots, shoes, handbags, and other leather materials that need repair? Buchan Shoe Repair can repair it. We repair boots, shoes, sneakers, handbags, and other leather materials. We also provide dye work, stretching, build-ups, and shoe shines. We have two locations in the St. Petersburg area. Buchan Corner Shoe Repair, located at 3704 49th Street, North St. Petersburg. Phone them at 727-906-1359 and Payless Shoe Repair located at 2031 4th Street North in St. Petersburg. Call them at 727-521-2400. Again, we repair boots, shoes, sneakers, handbags, and other leather materials. We also provide dye work, stretching, build-ups, and shoe shines at two locations in the St. Petersburg area. Yes, make that change. Make that change. All of you out there, make that change. Decide to go do something that you want to do. Go look for the types of jobs that you want. And if you're not sure, ask the people around you, what are you good at doing? They'll probably tell you. Go do what you're already good at doing, which is what the Opportunity Hour is all about. Anyway, tonight we have a, a my partner. He's a guest. He's a partner. He's a friend. He's someone who also helps people to gain employment. That's what he's dedicated to. His name is Larry LaBelle. He's president of Training Tamer. And Larry, Larry, good to have you back. Ah, Thanks, James. Great to be back. Yeah, how you been? Terrific. Great day today. Beautiful weather. Can't beat it. Good, good, good. Okay, tell us very quickly what it is that you do, because I know you do many things. I have not figured that out yet. No, just kidding. I could talk to you. <laughs> I could tell them what I know. Uh, you know. What I do in a nutshell is <laughs> I provide training, coaching, and support services for job seekers and employers. And on the job seeker side, we do everything from helping you learn how to write an effective resume to get interviews, all the way down to getting that interview, winning it, and getting the salary and compensation you deserve. Great, great. We're doing we're doing so, we're doing something on this show that 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 it may happen on other shows, but it's 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 something that we're sort of switching on my show. We are your experts. We know what we're talking about because we've lived it, we've experienced it. What we want to do is provide you with different ways of looking at things. And so, Larry is someone. He's the first on the show that that we have different views and ways of looking at different views. The only difference is we're dedicated to helping you, and the pot is big enough for all of us. And so, Larry, I'm glad you came on. Thanks. Because we want you to call us, see if you can stump us. There's two of us here now. We got a little challenge that we presented last week at the end of the show. Yeah. And I want to re, re uh, introduce it, which is what is the greatest four-letter word in the job search language. 
Give us a call. Tell us what you think it is. The first caller who gives us the correct answer will get a $25 gift coupon. Big time. That number to call is 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. You're giving away a big gift card. Why not? Jeez. we got to have some fun here. Milton Bradley. <laughs> okay. Okay. Four-letter word. Four-letter word that is the greatest four-letter word in the job search language. Okay, this is the employment opportunity hour, so don't any of you call up and give four-letter words that aren't associated with helping you get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us a little bit more about what you do. Sure. Uh, basically, like right now, I am offering a number of things on an ongoing basis. I offer a, a workshop called the Job Search Acceleration Group Workshop that lasts for three weeks, two days a week, for uh, from 1 to 4.30. Um, it's basically 21 hours of instruction that covers every aspect of the job search, and it's done hands-on in a computer lab at Strayer University, who is very kind enough to let us use their lab for free trying to help job seekers, so I can't thank them enough. Uh, second, I work with a number of job seeker support groups in the area that uh, provide training and support and coaching to job seekers for free, and one of them is Real Estate Lies, and I we uh, have a, a training schedule coming up uh, where we're starting out with a course called Becoming a Great Networker. Mm. We have a second course, which is a resume improvement workshop, where we have resume experts who come in and work with people in teams to help improve their resume right on the spot. And we've had great luck with people making quantum leaps, getting more interviews, and so on. And the last one is uh, telephone interview skills. How do you be effective when you have those uh on the telephone pre-screen interviews mm -hmm. so that you get to the next step and get a live interview. Yeah. And Great. the last thing we have, um, I'm in the process of starting a series of webinars. The first one will be how to sell yourself to employers that's coming up. And if any of you are interested in attending, uh, you can email me at Larry LaBelle, and LaBelle is L-A-B-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, at trainingtamer, spelled T-A-M-E-R, dot com. Okay. And we will tell you how you can register. Great, great, great. Okay, I know Larry does good things. And so so want you to want you to follow up because he knows what he's talking about. He's helped a ton of people out there. Did you mention something about the webinar? Sure. Basically the how to sell yourself to employers is going to be uh introducing you to all of the things that we do to make you more effective at every stage of the job search process. How do you create an effective resume? How do you make a knock em dead cover letter? Mm -hmm. uh, how, what do you need to do in an interview to win and beat out the competition? How do you negotiate a, uh, your salary so you get more money than you thought you could? Okay. Things like that. Yeah. Now, now, for you job seekers out there, have you been any job fairs lately? If you think you have all the packaging and you've gone out there and you just haven't gotten things to work for you, we want you to call us and ask your questions. Maybe we can give you some tips as to what it is that you could do to improve on or just tell you where else you could be going because we have a tendency to keep going to the same places, getting the same results. And so maybe we can help you out. Feel free to call the show, ask us, or they can send you an email. Sure. As and give us that email again. Yeah, the email address again was Larry LaBelle at trainingtamer.com. Okay. And you can also send me an email at theopportunityhour.com. And so use us both. Use us up if you can. We're here for you. This is what we do for a living. 
We help people get jobs. That's our job. And so we want you to get something that you will enjoy doing and something based on your skills and abilities that you've developed already. Anyway, I'm going to pick Larry's brain because he's here for a reason. Uh, you know, he's my friend, but he's also here for a reason. So I'm going to pick his brain. Uh, tonight we're going to talk to you, or he's going to talk to you about how to sell yourself to an employer, right? Yep. Yeah, because because somebody's got to buy you. And so sometimes not being aware of how we see you is the key. Anyway, so Larry's going to give us some some of his opinion as well as some tips. And during that time, get your pens and paper ready because, again, we want to serve you. Feel free to give us a call at any time. And, that, and Anyway, so, Larry. Sure. Oh, uh, let me just ask. Uh, give us give us a little overview of what it is very quickly in terms of uh, how would you sell yourself to someone? Let me give you an example of the very beginning part. Yeah. The first thing in terms of an employer making a decision is oftentimes your resume, unless maybe somebody inside the company uh, referred you and gave you a recommendation. Mm. And when they're doing that, they have a lot of resumes that they get for each job. could be anywhere from 200 to 1,000, which is overwhelming. Especially in today's times. Yeah. So how do you grab their attention? Typically, most recruiters and HR people will say that they spend about 10 to 15 seconds reviewing a resume during the pre-screen process to decide who they're going to bring in and who they're going to screen out. And what we try to teach people is in that time, they, get, they can look at about a third of the first page of your resume to make a decision. So mm. what you're going to put in there has got to grab them or you're likely to get screened out. Now, here's two tips. One thing that I try to get people to do is, like, if you're buying cereal or products that you see advertised on TV, they have a branding statement. The old mm. one... Wheaties, freshest of champions. You remembered it. What's your brand? And I'll give you one for a customer service representative. Raising the bar for customer satisfaction and retention. It's only seven words. Short, and it incorporates the two most important things to the hiring manager. That you satisfy customers and you help retain them. So you got their attention. So you help people do that. Yep. Help people speak it and write it. All we right. teach them how to do that and develop powerful ones, and it's amazing how quickly people do it. They just have never thought of doing that. Second thing is, most resumes should have a professional summary at the top that the HR person or recruiter can read quickly to decide whether to screen you in or out. The problem people make is they're too long, and they don't address the important things from the employer's perspective. Mm. So what we do is say, you look at that job description, you pick out the top four strategic skills, and those are the only ones you're going to address in your summary. And you write a summary, basically one line for each one of those four strategic needs, and then you back it up with an accomplishment. I'll give you an example here for a customer service position. It says, I'm a senior customer service representative with over three years' experience in resolving customer problems and consistently maintaining a high call volume and customer satisfaction rating. That one sentence addressed the top four needs. Then in bold is an accomplishment. I've maintained the lowest per call time of the entire staff and coached others on the team to reduce theirs by an average of 15%. 
Mm. Now, when they see that, you've reduced the call time for everybody on staff by 15%. You've just saved them a lot of money. If you did that for somebody else, you could probably do it for them. Mm. If you can write something like that in four to six lines, you made their job easy, and you're probably going to get screened in. Okay. All righty. And after you get screened in, what happens? Because then you got to really show up in front of them and sell them. There's a number of things to do, from my point of view. Once you have gotten an interview, before you get there, you need to build marketing materials that you can use, work samples to support your case, and you have to learn how to be an effective interviewer so that you can win the job. Mm. Because it is, so there's a little bit more to selling yourself. You have to be an interviewer. Big time. Big time interviewer. Okay, so now you got to write write it on, on the resume, and then you got to be able to know how to interview when you get in front of the person. Absolutely. Wow. wow. And when you're in that interview, you've got to be able to sh- give examples, and cite the value every time you're asked a question, because that's what's going to set you apart from the pack. Mm-hmm. And that's what most people don't do. Ooh. And as a result. They may like you as a human being, but they haven't seen enough value to want to hire you. Mm. Okay, you're listening to the one of the experts, because there are many experts, but you're looking to one of the experts, Larry LaBelle of, of Training Tamer. What's your website? It's www.trainingtamer, again, T-A-M-E-R, dot com. And if you go to the website, on the main menu, there is a choice called Downloads. If you click on that, you will see a submenu with all the categories of the job search, and there's free articles, templates, and everything for you to take advantage of, and they won't cost you a penny. Great, great, great. So Larry is really out there helping you. That's why he's here, because he's dedicated to helping you. That's his job, and he's trying to help make you happy, and he's done it because I know some of his track record. And so so, uh, you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth, as they say. I'll say it out loud. So Thank can... you. <laughs> I didn't run, run over you when you're talking. Anyway, we're going to hear more from Larry of Training Tamer in just a minute. He's talking about how do you sell yourself to an employer. If any of you got any questions, you've interviewed, you've got in front of employers, and something just didn't work out right, give us a call and let us know what it is. And in some cases, it's not just for you. Your question could be the answer for many people out there. So don't be afraid to call and just say what's on your mind. Give us a call here at 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Anyway, so Larry, um, uh, what else could you tell us about selling yourself to them? What's involved in the selling process? Well, there's a number of things. One thing I try to teach people to do is to go into an interview with work samples. For example, um, let's say as a trainer that I had to develop a a training catalog, Mm -hmm. either an online or paper version or both. So if I bring that in and I can show that, that's one level. But another level would be what benefit did that produce for the company or the customers? Because that's what's going to sell you. And that's what we spend a lot of time practicing is not only having a sample, but a great story to tell about the value that that, mm. that item demonstrates. And that's where people go, wow, if you produce that value for that company and several others before it, you sure as heck can do it for me. 
and that's what convinces them to want to hire you. Okay. Now, I, now I do things like, like uh, I'll tell people to go in with a smile. Yep. And look people in the eye and a handshake and size them up knowing they're sizing you up. You know, so that, 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 that something has come out of your mouth first. Well, another one I give in that, yeah. that vein, too, is I tell people, speak like you're talking to your best friend. Because the number one reason people hire is that they like you. People get jobs who have fewer skills than their competitors, but they like them and they fit better in their team. Right. And they get hired. So you want to be likable. They make a decision about whether they like you or don't probably in about 30 seconds or less. So you've got to show up right from the get-go as somebody who's going to be liked. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure if you're likable, ask the people around you. If you're still not sure, give us a call because we coach on that. You know, you say likable things. And maybe you look likable. Maybe you're dressed properly. All that sort of stuff. There's a thing that's a fun technique, too. I learned this from taking Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie is a a seminar about how to win friends and influence people. And Mm -hmm. this, this basic premise is that um, when you're talking to someone, you want to, again, give examples and show the value, and that's what helps you develop that relationship Mm -hmm. with them that's going to help you win. Yeah. Yeah. Why would somebody want you in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to the expert, Larry Bell of Training Tamer. He's going to tell you some more. He's going to offer some more tips once we come back with a word from our sponsor. So our trusty engineer, Cedric, out there, he's helping to make the work. He's helping to make the show work. Cedric, how are you doing this evening? I'm pretty good. All righty. Anyway, he's pretty good, but we're going to hear more from Larry and possibly Cedric once we come back with a word from our sponsor. Politicians, right now, need to wake up. Stop lying. A whole bunch of you out there is telling something. It's all probably lies. Are you tired of feeling tired and would like to shed that excess fat without dieting, starving, or exercising? What if there was a safe, natural, scientifically proven product that would help you gain more energy, burn fat while you sleep, balance your sugar level, and reduce cholesterol? Health practitioners all over the country endorse it because they see results. Call 1-866-960-0123 or click bell.myunicity.net. That's B-E-L-L-E dot M-Y-U-N-I-C-I-T-Y dot net and start feeling great. This portion of the Opportunity Hour is sponsored by Money Map 101. Are you deep in debt with credit cards, car, and mortgage payments? How would you like to pay off all your debt, including your mortgage, in half to one-third of the time? With our Money Map 101 system, we can help you build a better tomorrow today by showing you how to pay off all your debts, including your mortgage, in half to one-third of the time. Money Map 101 is an online program that will show you how to pay off your debt so you will have money to do things that are important. For more information about Money Money Map 101, contact Chella Diaz at 310-980-5532. That's 310-980-5532. 
Yes, it's all about who you know, especially in today's times. You're looking for a job. Uh, you just heard from Larry LaBelle of Training Tamer. You can reach him at www.trainingtamer.com. But Larry says it's about who you know. He offers a course on networking because it is all about who you know. And and we want you to know people so you can find out what they're thinking of you, saying of you. He's here talking today about how do you sell yourself to an employer because you need to know how to do that. So, Larry, welcome back. Thanks, Gene. Yeah, good, good. Now, you just got given, got you giving us a tip on on how to sell yourself, but, but I wanted to ask you, uh, when people go to job fairs, there's, you know, numbers of people around and maybe a couple of employers. Uh, how do you sell yourself when you when the employer or the employer rep has got to see so many people? Any well, to, let me back it up a yeah. second. First thing is, how do you know whether a job fair is one that's going to be worth attending? Ooh. And you know these things, too. First of mm. all, the question would be, can you get a list of the employers? If they're not going to provide one, good chance that means that they've got a lot of schools in attendance who are just looking oh. for students and have no jobs. You think that way, too? It happens. Then they're seen it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had said on a, on a previous show, I wish they would have a career fair, which it's okay to have schools there. With the job fair, if the school's not hiring, then I don't think they should be there. Or put them in a different room. <sighs> Something like that. Something like now, that. Now, second of all, if you do get a list, I look at that list and say there's 50 companies. If I've done my homework and I've taken that list and go, and ru- go out and research those companies... Let's say I found 10 that I'm interested in. Do I think it's worth it to go there for those 10? Now, how do I, mm-hmm. what's being worth it mean? One thing I want to know is, are they going to have an HR rep there, or are they just going to have somebody collecting resumes? Ooh. If they're just collecting resumes, I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, they'll get my resume, but I don't get any chance to build a relationship with the HR person and then be, have the opportunity to call them back and you know, really push my case. So that's my one and two things that I look for. When I get in there, the first thing I do is if I've got 10 companies that I'm interested in, I prioritize them from one to 10, and I'm going to go to that first company first because I want to make sure I hit the hot companies first if I run out of time. Mm-hmm. Second, if that company's really busy, I'll move on to the next, and when I'm done, I'll come back. And I'm going to stand about six feet away from that table and listen to everybody in line ahead of me asking questions. And suck it all in so that when it's my turn, I don't have to ask all those basic questions. questions, I can ask some really great in-depth questions based on what I learned from listening. And by listening to that employer representative. Yeah. Because you know whether they're saying the standard stuff to everybody as well. Yeah. Now, here's a couple of tips, though, that people don't think about that I learned that I think are terrific. Let's say it's about 10 o'clock and somebody's always ready to go for that coffee break or soda break. But they're the only one at the table, and they can't leave. Mm-hmm. You could say, geez, I'm going to get a coffee or soda. Would you like one? Mm. Are they going to remember you? Are you going to have a stronger relationship because of it? You bet. Simple. Yeah. Same thing at lunchtime. I'm going to get a burger. Would you like me to get you one? That doesn't mean you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But you showed you cared enough. You've just built a strong relationship with that person that could net you big dividends you could call them up the next day. They're going to remember who you are because of what you did, and they're probably going to want to help you. Mm-hmm. And those are my strategies and tips that I teach all of my students, that if you're going to go to job fairs, 
make sure the companies that are there are companies that are worthwhile to you and have job openings, and then use those strategies to get the, those relationships yeah, yeah. going. Yeah, make sure if you can, if they have openings, and what types of jobs do they have that are open? Because they may have jobs open, but you're not qualified for them. Yeah. Now, there might be another yeah. alternative, though. I might go into that job fair, and I see a company and say, geez, that's a great company. I like what they do. I like their management style and so forth, but they don't have a job. You can walk away and come home and write what I call an enticing introductory letter to the CEO. Based on your research, you come up with five things, five problems that company has, and you give them possible solutions for one in that letter. Mm Mm-hmm but not so much detail that they don't need you. And then you ask for a meeting to take the CEO out to lunch. You don't have to take him to an expensive place. And you discuss that one, and then you say, I've got solutions for these other four. Good chance you might have a job created for you, and it happens all the time. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Now, you... I know you're going to talk about networking at some point, but 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 uh, would you suggest that going to job fairs is a great place to network? Uh, if you look at it as a networking opportunity, a lot of people don't, and they blow the opportunity. They're just going, trying to give resumes and, and hoping to get an interview instantaneously. But it's an awesome opportunity to network, not only with the employers, but with all the other job seekers who might be able to help you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Companies are always changing. Yeah. Jobs are changing. Job titles are always changing. And you want to get to know somebody that you can get on the phone and call and, and remind them, or maybe they will remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you spoke of networking. I'm going to pass on a couple tips, too, for folks in Go terms ahead. of networking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been playing with this today. Let's say that you walk into a networking event of 500 people. And you came late, so they're all in there, they're all in circles, little clicks, and you're going, I'm never going to be able to break into one of those groups, and you feel intimidated. What are some strategies for breaking in that are effective and and really work? My technique is I stand outside of a group. First thing, listen. Find out what they're talking about. Listening. And then try to tap into maybe something somebody said or say, geez, that's a really great comment you made, Gene. I agree with you. People Mm -hmm. love being patted on the back. Mm -hmm. That's one strategy. Second strategy, if you're having difficulty communicating with people because you're an introvert, rather than trying to be the person talking, be the questioner. Ask the question. Gene, I just heard you say you work for Cisco. How long have you been there? How do you like working for Cisco, Gene? What's their management like? What are their, you know, are the salaries mm-hmm. pretty, mm-hmm. you know, competitive? People will start getting into conversing with you because you've done that because you're showing interest in them as interest. a person. And yeah. they're going to like you. Yeah. You're in. You just, you just mentioned something. I wrote it down here about patting somebody on the back. Find something good in everything. Yes. In everybody. Yes. Find something good. That is a display of people looking at you, selling yourself. Find something good to say about everybody. So your two strategies are listen first, ask questions. But when you're listening and asking questions, 
How does the other person know that you're really listening to their answer? Repeat it. You repeat it back. Paraphrase it back. It's possible you got something wrong, but at least you, you had the opportunity to yeah. figure that out, correct it, so, and they know you've been listening. So important. So important to be able to repeat it back. Yeah. Your understanding and perception of what you heard may be off. That's where you ask for clarification. But now, at least they know you heard what they said. Absolutely. Now the question is, did you really hear what they said, or they, or you allow them to interpret so that you know what they wanted you to hear? And the last thing yeah. I try to get people to look at is, if you want to build relationship with that person, common mistakes people make. They try to jam a business card in somebody's face before they've really gotten to know them. And Worst mistake. It, it, it puts Worst people mistake. off. Or resume. Either one. Yeah. Yep. So the, my technique is, at the end of that little conversation I've started where I'm asking all these questions, I'm not going to ask or give you my business card. I'm going to ask you for yours. Mm-hmm. Because that is proof that, wow, this guy's interested enough he wants to contact me. Wow. Now follow through if you do that. Don't say, hey, just thank you for your card, and then never talk to him again. Call him up. And when mm-hmm. you call them, make sure you limit that call to five minutes and tell them that right up front which means you respect their time. And if you do that, the next time you call, they're likely to take that call because you're not going to be the guy who drones on for half an hour mm-hmm. every time you call. But I also just want to say something to that since we're giving out tips. I want to throw in mine. Your tip should be, my tip should be, on that call, the purpose of the call should be to set a meeting, to get back in front of that person. You don't want to, unless the person's Absolutely. far away, you don't want to spend a lot of time talking over the phone. You want to get in front of that person so they can see all of you. That's what they're going to be buying. Your personality, your level of confidence, your eye contact, yep. all of that, which can only happen in person. Would you agree or not? Absolutely. And if you follow yeah. that strategy, you won't have to worry about giving them your business card. They're likely to ask, ask. for it. Yeah. And you're off the hook. <laughs> Now, I was going to say something else about job fairs. So. Uh, I just thought of this, but most likely when you go there and you get somebody, they need to get your name into their database. And so how come a lot of them just want your resume? They don't want you. They want your resume. What you may want to do is, is get ask the person for their card, add it to your database, add it to your resources, use your resources. That's what they're there for. Yeah, If you've just built a friendship with an HR person, or if you're lucky, a hiring manager at the Mm -hmm. job fair, man, you don't want to blow that. You want to capitalize on that, because that could help you get a job. Right, right. Anyway, you're listening to the expert, Larry LaBelle of Taming Trainer. He's going to come back. If you've got any questions, send him an email. Send me an email right here at the radio show, or give us a call right now. But it's time for a break and hear from our sponsors. And we'll be right back. This portion of the Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Gotta Go, the personal care device. 
Men, have you ever needed to go but couldn't get to a bathroom? Now there's a simple alternative solution. It's the Gotta Go personal care device, a concealed urinal-like capture device designed to accommodate and permit male urination in situations where a bathroom is not possible. It allows a man to safely, cleanly, and easily void his bladder and to do so with complete discretion. It's a great solution for those who must urinate frequently, long-distance travelers, or elderly and wheelchair-bound patients. Get the Gotta Go personal care device. To see this device or for more information, go to www.mygottago.com. That's M-Y-G-O-T-T-A-G-O.com. Or call 951-333-1554. Or you can send an email to mygottago at gmail.com. Again, that's mygottago.com or 951-333-1554. There's also a Gotta Go personal care device for women coming soon. I've just created an ebook. It's called Resume. What's its purpose? It's out on Amazon.com. You can purchase this book. It'll give you all of the reasons for what should be in a resume and why. It's a book designed for those who must write resumes, those who must read resumes, and those who teach it. Because it's important to know what should be on that piece of paper and why. You can find this and use it out on Amazon.com. It's Resumes, What's Its Purpose. We'll be following up with a list of ebooks such as cover letters and things like that. I won't go into all that because that's up and coming. But anyway, Resumes, What's Its Purpose? It's designed to help you package yourself on paper so people know who you are doing exactly what you enjoy doing. This portion of the Opportunity Hour is sponsored by Money Map 101. Are you deep in debt with credit cards, car, and mortgage payments? How would you like to pay off all your debt, including your mortgage, in half to one-third of the time? With our Money Map 101 system, we can help you build a better tomorrow today by showing you how to pay off all your debts, including your mortgage, in half to one-third of the time. Money Map 101 is an online program that will show you how to pay off your debt so you will have money to do things that are important. For more information about Money Money Map 101, contact Chella Diaz at 310-980-5532. That's 310-980-5532. The world won't get no better if we just Yeah, we got to change it. Just you and me. You can change your life. You can go make something happen. You can go find that job you want. The administration needs you to go help them out. Especially right now, it's politician time, and they're all saying something, but you could help them out by doing it yourself. I'm standing here or sitting here talking to Larry LaBelle, president of, of Training Tamer. He can be reached at at www.trainingtamer.com. And Larry, you you had given us a good overview on how to sell yourself to an employer. And then we went from there to, to, to understanding how you do that at job fairs. And Larry gave out his tips. And you can hear the whole show out on our podcast site just by going out to www.tantalk1340.com and listening. But Larry, I have a question for you here. Uh, once you've sold yourself on the resume, once you've sold yourself to get in front of somebody, 
Then comes the interview. That's correct. What kind of tips can you give us now that we've sold ourselves so far, but we're not sold yet? <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to talk from the point of view of a live interview. Uh. First time you're probably speaking to an HR person, although it could be a hiring manager too. But the real tips for me is when someone asks you a question is to avoid giving long-winded conceptual answers. Yeah. You chew up way too much time. Mm-hmm. They're not likely to remember what you said. And they don't get to ask you as many questions, so they don't learn as much about you as they could. So here's the tip. First of all, every question should be answered in 34 to 45 seconds. And you need to mm-hmm. practice that. Cool. Here's a great way to practice. Mm-hmm. Take a question, write out your answer, and then take that same question, call yourself from your home phone, and call your cell phone and record your answer <laughs> and listen to your answer and time yourself. If you're going way over that 45-second limit, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Period. Second yeah. thing is when you're giving your answer, instead of giving a high-level conceptual answer, give me a very specific concrete example to illustrate the point. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, tell me what was the value or benefit that you produced. Let me give you an example. I had uh, a person ask me this question in an interview. Uh, Tell me about a situation you had with a subordinate. Uh, How did you handle it? And um, what did you learn from it? I could have gone on like this Mm -hmm. and say, well, I had an an employee, and she came into my office one day, and when she was there, uh, there was this guy, Jeff, sitting in the corner, and he was working on something. He was all frustrated. And immediately that person sitting going, what the heck has Jeff got to do with it? Well, yeah. You're talking about the Vicky, your mm-hmm. instructional designer. You lose them. Versus the classic answer, and this is a la Dale Carnegie, where you hook them. My instructional Vicky, my instructional designer Vicky came into my office. She started yelling at me, and I had no idea why. Pregnant pause. Now, that pregnant <laughs> pause, the person on the other side of the table is probably wondering, did she hit you with a baseball bat? Did she punch you? <laughs> That's what the pregnant pause is. You'll see them lean forward, and they're looking you right in the eye. They're hooked. You got them engaged in your story. Then it comes down to where I said, and she started yelling at me, and I had no idea why. Well, I found myself wanting to respond the same way, and I was going to yell at her, but I mm-hmm. knew that wouldn't be very productive, so I suggested we take a break for lunch and cool off. When we came back, I asked her what was wrong, and she said, well, you said something in a meeting a month ago that was completely out of character, and I just got angrier and angrier about it. Mm. And I, finally, I just blew up. I said, mm. okay, let's make a deal. If that happens again, you will bring it up right on the spot. Yeah. And the benefit is now the end. She became my strongest instructional designer. She became the leader, and she outproduced everybody else in the team two to one. Great story. Now, is that a strong answer and a nice, compelling story that's going to have those people riveted? Are they going to remember that story the way you told it? Like storytelling when you do it mm-hmm. when you're a little kid? Mm-hmm. That's the way to answer a question. Okay. You heard it. And you're hearing it. And if you're not sure, give Larry a call. Larry, what, what's your phone number? Phone number is 813-924-8404. Or send me an email. What's your email? Larry LaBelle <laughs> at trainingtamer.com. Yeah, you're listening to the expert. He's giving you his points of view because we 
want to make sure we serve you. And there's an old saying, sometimes you got to say something seven different ways, seven different times in order to get it. Yeah. You have an opportunity to call the show. We'll point you to someone else that can tell you something differently or or listen to what we're telling you in the first place. Here's another little tip for you. When you get to the end of an interview, this will only take a second, is three quick things you want to ask. When the interview's over, you simply say, based on our discussion, my resume, and my work samples that I showed you, do you think I'm a good fit? Second, do you have any concerns about me in this job? I had an employer say to me, he stopped and thought and thought. He had something that he was buried in the back of his head that he wasn't conscious of, but he brought it into the forefront, and he said, yes, I do. I was shocked because everything had gone so well. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he finally said, you're going to be managing two groups that fight, but you seem to, too nice. I don't think you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Says, Let me give you an example from my work experience to show that that's not true. And I gave him an example, and I said, is that still a concern? Absolutely not. Then I followed up. Got any others? I want to make sure Mm -hmm. I get every one of those out of the back of his head into the foreground and dealt with before I walk out the door. Because too many people unwittingly are being killed off when Mm -hmm. the employer is driving home and they remember those concerns and they kill you off. Yeah. Uh, I know our time is running out, but I I do want to get this in. What are some of the do's and don'ts in selling yourself when you show up? Because well, at the break, you, you told up. me that I I shouldn't answer those kind of questions. Don't. So I'm sorry I can't answer your question. Well, try. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's okay. I'll give the don'ts. Do's, be positive. <laughs> Do's, give examples and cite benefits. The don'ts, um, avoid things like fidgeting, um Crossing your arms in front you of can. you. It's yeah. a close stance. Um, crossing your not arms. Not looking someone in the eye. Mm-hmm. Those are things that are very subtle, but they say a lot about you yeah. and, and in a not-so-positive way. Okay. okay. So those would be the do's and notes. Okay. I just want to add that when you show up, make sure you show up looking the role of the position you're applying for. Especially you experienced workers, you know better. You already know how your former employers looked at you or the environment you worked in. Make sure the job you want or you're applying for, you show up fitting the role. Here's one last tip for you, Gene. Adieu. Adieu. When you're done with that interview, I suggest that you keep note cards in your car and you go right outside, write a thank you note, and bring it right back in. You'll blow them away. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Larry, uh, because I know we're running out of time, you got any upcoming events that that uh, you want us to know about? The one biggest one listeners? is basically the same topic, except we're going to cover it in more detail, which is how to sell yourself to employers, a webinar that will be on the, excuse me. It's coming up. Anyway, it's, there's a it's webinar coming up coming shortly. Up. It's a webinar coming up, and if you want to attend the webinar, you can contact me at LarryLabelle at TrainingTamer.com. I will give you the date and uh, tell you how you can register. It's free, so please free. take advantage of it. Free yeah. is good. Because as much knowledge as you can, seven different ways, seven different times. Yep. Yeah, great. When's it coming up, tell you? 
It's coming up this month in October. Okay, give us give us your your website uh, information one time if it's going to be it's out there. www.trainingtamer.com. Okay, and your email? Larry Labelle at trainingtamer.com. Okay, our time is just about up, but give us one more tip that you could offer a job seeker who is convinced they have been showing up properly for the employer, but something just hasn't worked out. What kind of a tip could you offer that person? When it comes to interviewing, practice, practice, practice. Practice. If you don't practice, even if you practice for the last job, if you don't practice for this one right in front of you, I had people who have done every one except for one and choked. Mm. So practice for every interview you're going to do. Excellent. You just brought up something. Practice on all different types of people. Because different types of people are going to see you differently. People of different ages, different colors, different sexes, they're all going to see you differently. Yeah. Yeah. You want to find out how many are seeing the same thing, because then you're sellable. And so practice, practice, practice. I totally agree with that, Larry. Gee, you're all right. Well, thank you. For those of you who don't know, Gene and I are high school uh, buddies. We played football together. We've known each other for a long time. And uh, it was a delight when I reconnected with him here in Tampa, and uh, we've been enjoying our company ever since. That's right. We're in in the Tampa Bay area. Should I say where we're initially from? Uh, we didn't. We we're from Springfield, Massachusetts, but Technical High School. Basketball Hall of Fame town for all of you athletes out there. And we united again. We're in the same field. And we're working together. Absolutely. Anyway, Larry, thank you very much for coming up and spending your time. You're going to come back, I know. I will be back. You can count on it. Okay, this is Gene Hodge with the Opportunity Hour. We're not taking off, but I do want to say stay tuned for the Art of Fletcher show because Artie's got music for you. He's got a sense of humor that'll keep you laughing. And we want to make sure that you just don't go away. Stay tuned and hear more. If any of you are looking for a job, kindly contact me. Send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And we really enjoy what we do. And I guess my trust engineer is saying we got one minute left. And so, Larry. Yes. Before you get out of here. Give us your contact information one more time, just in case somebody keyed in. My name is Larry LaBelle. My company is Training Tamer. And you can reach me at um, 813-924-8404 or via email at LarryLaBelle at TrainingTamer.com. Great. Okay, thank you. Okay, all of you job seekers out there, you entrepreneurs, go out there and make it happen. Go tell people what you want to do. They're going to ask you anyway. Go recognize that you can do it your way. Get in front of people so that you can sell yourself based on what it is that you'd like to do. We know you can do it your way. It was my way. And we're out of here.